Ashley. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, no, it's been a very long time. There's been some guest appearances on the pod. I've had a major lot of FOMO. A lot of improvising. Every time I was listening, I was like, a tear was slowly streaming down my face. I was like, <laughs> I wish I was there. I always forget that you weren't there for the boys for the Freaky Friday episode. <laughs> Because it felt like you should have been there. <laughs> well, you FaceTimed me before and after. Yeah. But that was about it. That's true. So, I mean, everybody's just dying to know. How was your Europe trip? It was amazing. Like, I don't even know how else to put it. Uh, I went to Paris first. That was like the work trip. And it was pretty lovely because I didn't end up needing to work as much as I thought that I did. Just because... I don't even know why. Yes, exactly. It was like more so event stuff. And I thought I was going to have to be at the event for three days, but instead I only needed to really be there for one of the days. And it wasn't even the full day. And that's in part because Europeans just understand the point of life, which is not to work. Exactly. Exactly. So it was, it was a vibe for lack of a better term. Um, it was awesome because obviously Matt was able to come meet me out there. So oh that God, was really the first cute. time his name's been mentioned on the pod. Oh, really? Oh, my God. It's gosh. always been Quartz Crush. True. Okay. Well, he's but been revealed on Instagram reveal. now. <laughs> his name is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Quartz Crush slash Matt was able to meet me out there. And so that was like a cute little thing. Like it was honestly very movie-esque, except I like hate those cliche moments. So I tried to like not make it like that. But it was like he was waiting outside of the hotel with the luggage because he arrived a day early and my taxi was rolling up. And like we signed a literal movie. The thought of this makes me want to throw up. But that is how it happened. Really? Because that's like my dream. No, I know. That's where we differ a little bit. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it was amazing. Um, So Paris was great. It, the sun didn't set till like 1030 at night. So we literally were up till 2 a.m. naturally every single day. Um, and it's like I didn't want it to be a favorite city of mine, but it just is. Like yeah, Paris is amazing. The way that there's little cafes everywhere you go, the history behind everything. I didn't get to hit as many museums as he did because he had a little bit more free time than me as he was like really on PTO. But I saw, obviously, like, Notre Dame, St. Chapelle, which is, like, the really famous cathedral. We went to the Louvre. We saw Mona Lisa. Like, I did the things that, like, you had to do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we just kind of, like, walked around and explored and ate a lot of bread, ate a Love. lot of meats, a lot of cheese. Did you experience the European bread pasta and it actually not making you feel horrible after you yes. eat it? Yes. 1,000%. Could you tell the difference? Oh, yes. Like, even with the wine that I was drinking, I'm like, Mm -hmm. literally two drinks of whatever it is here, I would have some sort of throbbing headache the next day or just wouldn't feel well. Yeah. But there, I did not get hungover once. I literally, it's pretty disgusting. I drank every single day for the past, like, month, I think. So I actually saw this trend on Instagram. It might be on TikTok, too, but I personally saw it in real form where it was like, an edit of DJ Khaled's song, another one, another one, another one. Or that's just what he says. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. The song is just like, his thing is like, another oh, one. Yes, 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 Another yes. one. I don't know what the trend is. So the trend that I saw was to cheers. Like if you're on vacation, like cheers every time he says oh, another one. Yes. So just like this montage of clips. And so I put the clips together before I put the sound on it. And... 
I had like 40 clips of like because we did I it need to see this I feel we like did it so like funny. every time we like took a drink basically we got a drink out and there was only like nine another ones in the song and I was like what do I do now because there's like 40 which is disgusting I need to see this we need to post that on you can do both yeah except there's just nothing there's no sound like the sound stops after nine <laughs> seconds except there's like 30 seconds of just clinks like it's awful but it just speaks to uh, the amount of fun that we had and just how natural it was to like you're on vacation I'm gonna get a drink everywhere we go of course and I didn't get hungover once despite how much we actually drank and with the food situation too it's like Europeans or Europe in general has a lot more restrictions on what they can and cannot put in their food so they don't have all the shit and preservatives that we do here so I eat like shit and I mean I feel like shit right now but I should be feeling a lot (laughs) shittier (laughs) yeah if I were in the U.S. I probably would have but yes a lot of good eats a lot of good drinks you guys ate the most beautiful but wild looking food there was something with that was bright green with like bubbles on it yes I was like this looks like a Michelin star restaurant-esque it was a Michelin star restaurant (laughs) that makes a lot of sense I don't even really know. I don't think I've ever been to a Michelin star, but that is the vibe it was giving. So, yeah. Yeah. So him and I are both foodies. Like we actually went to um, a restaurant in Bordeaux, which is like the wine region of France. Mm -hmm. So there we did a lot of winery tours and it was just like really different compared to like the other cities that we went to. So I'm so happy we did it because it broke the trip up very nicely. Um, But when we were there, we decided to just like go to this restaurant that looked very cool it didn't look like a cafe like every other restaurant we saw we're like okay let's just go in it was called echo or no i'm sorry the owner of the restaurant which happened to be the chef had like a bar set up so something that you would imagine yourself pulling up to and grabbing a drink no it was like his legit kitchen so he would make the food right in front of you and it just felt so quaint and special and like clearly this guy knew what he was doing especially he was doing it by himself and It was just like nothing I've honestly ever seen before. So we walk in, we look at the menu and nothing was too extraordinarily priced. And we also couldn't understand a word that was on the menu because it was in French and it was just like they they cook with different ingredients, different types of meats, whatever. And so Court's Crush decided to say when the waitress came over, what are the odds we could just get one of everything on the menu? And I was just like, sir, (laughs) What we did just, you just say? <laughs> uh, what did you just say? And we just had dessert before dinner because we were oh. both so hangry. We stopped at like a pastry shop and each had like a cake to ourselves before this. Yeah, no, ridiculous. But that's what we ended up doing. Mm-hmm. And it was like the most eclectic like food. We had no idea what we were eating. Some of the best meals I've ever had in my life from this restaurant. Incredible. We were eating like guinea fowl. Like what the um, fuck is guinea fowl? I don't know what that is. I think I prefer not It's to No, know. it's a it's like a, a gamey. It's, no, no, no. It's a gamey like bird. Gamey means like less fat on it. Okay. And it's not as common as like a chicken. Okay. We're going into deep detail. Di- deep yeah. detail that we don't need to go into right now. Okay. But yes, yeah, so we did eat some interesting things, but that wasn't. I even- think that's the fun of traveling. Oh my especially gosh. Especially in a new country. Especially with if you're witcher. If you appreciate that type of stuff and whoever you're traveling with is with that type of stuff, it's like, why not? This is why you can't date picky eaters. People. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was one experience. And then when we got to Lisbon, which was our last destination, Portugal, 
our Airbnb happened to be on top of a Michelin star restaurant. It was on like the fourth floor and the Michelin was on like the first. So we were like, oh my gosh, like I don't really care about that type of stuff, but he went to, he's been to a couple Michelin star restaurants before and just genuinely likes the experience of it. Mm -hmm. So he was like, what if we just like went in and saw if they had any opening? And this is a restaurant that's like booked up months and months and months in advance. And we walk in expecting you to get a reservation that night, which like was never going to be the case. But they look and they're like, actually, two people just canceled for tomorrow night at 845. And it's it's at the chef's table. So once again, it was the bar seating area. It was the only two seats at like the bar where they cook in front of you and the entire restaurant. And they were like, do you want that that table or whatever? And we were like, yeah. So I couldn't tell you what the fuck I ate. Like I really couldn't. But everything was to die for. And like. At those types of restaurants, you're there for, like, the experience. Like, the sh- it's just inspiring to look at the chefs and, yeah. like, look at what they're doing. Like, they're artists. Like, ever since I went, I've been watching Iron Chef on Netflix because I'm <laughs> like, this is so fucking cool. Like, a changed how do, woman. How do people know? Like, how is this is going to taste with this? And they work under pressure and they work with different people in the kitchen. And, like, I wouldn't have enough trust as a chef, nor do I just have that ability to do what they do. But... Long story short, yeah, we ate a lot. We drank a lot. We didn't feel like shit. We saw some beautiful things. Europe was amazing. I've officially decided that I want to go back to Europe at least once a year from this point on. Love. That's a great goal to have. I don't have. care. It doesn't need to be with Quartz Crush. Like, yeah. I just, like, need to go to Europe. Like, It'll be with me. It's a li- No, it will be with you. Perfect. For sure. But just the lifestyle. Like, they don't care about work. I know. It's they, so nice. When I was abroad and I worked at an internship in Italy they openly talked about how you do not work live to work you work to live mm-hmm. and we would go out for coffee in the afternoon for like two hours yeah and it was so highly encouraged to go and chat and how was your weekend oh my god take as much vacation as you need oh you're trapped because you can also travel to so many countries so yeah. easily over there and they it's not frowned upon that you're taking pto it's encouraged, which is just so different from the U.S. And I don't know if that's good or bad, like, and their businesses compared to ours, and I'm sure the U.S. Yeah. Um, just because people literally their entire lives are spent working. Yeah. And that's just not the case over there. Yeah. No, even when, so obviously I have an office in Paris, which, and before I had arrived, I would be like talking to the office and I'd be like, okay, so like we need this answer in order to move on to the next step. And like the event is like two weeks away. So like we need the answer. And sir over there was like literally like the head, the head honcho man's. He was like, okay, well I'm getting beers with the agency guys in like two days. So maybe I'll let you know in three days. And I'm like, what the actual fork <laughs> like this is something that is very time sensitive and like in the u.s you would it was it would be done simple. immediately it would be yeah. done within the hour right but i was like okay so i really just didn't feel confident about like my what my experience is gonna look like i was like i'm gonna show up to this event it's gonna be an absolute shit storm mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna have a great time somewhat was the case somewhat not but they nobody cared so I was like if they're not gonna care I'm not gonna care because like who am I I'm this like little U.S. biatch that's coming in yeah I felt like Emily in Paris I was like I just gotta know my place let them do their thing although I feel like 
society and like pop culture makes you think that the French are just like rude people. Have you ever heard of that stereotype? Yeah, I also experienced that when I went to Paris. Okay, I did not. Um, and then I have to ask. Yeah. What? Is, what? So you studied abroad in Australia. Oh. But does this change your mind at all? Is there like a little piece of you that's like, I wish I oh wow, like Europe might have been the move. I, I see like you as an Australian girl because you're a beach girl at heart. Yeah. You love the water. Honestly, but I was thinking that. I was like, does I thought this to myself like a couple of days ago. I was like, I could have studied abroad in Europe, but I don't think it changes. Like, I, I, mean, I have no, no regrets. regrets. Yeah, yeah, never any regret, any regrets. But now but seeing it, I feel I, like cause I understand the appeal. It. I never even considered. You knew you were going to I probably it. would have considered it more. Yeah. Um, definitely would have considered it more. But I think I still would have gone to Australia. Yeah. Just because, like, that's more my speed, my vibe. And the reason why I studied abroad in Australia was because I knew that I could just go to Europe on a whim from the right. U.S. whenever I wanted. So true. So I stand by my decision, but that's a really good question because I also asked myself that afterwards. I feel like it's tough when you've never been before and it's like, oh, but I feel like Australia has a huge appeal. Yeah. Now, could I see if we were back in time, I never even would have considered you going to Europe because you're just such a Australia. Like I could see you in Australia. Okay. I think just because you're from Florida, (laughs) the bathing suit collection, like the the whole shebang. But I, I had to ask. No, that's a good question. But you were holding down the fort here. I was. I was putting in work. Like, Um, what's been going on with your summer? Honestly, I've been living my best life. I feel like I've finally found a really good balance of getting my work done, having my personal time, spending time with Joe, but also seeing friends. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been working in a lot of the people I haven't been able to see in a while. And life's just been good. I feel like work's going well. We got a new girl on our team, so I'm kind of training her. And then we got the interns started. So there's been intern events. We've been oh, going cool. out for after work drinks with coworkers. And speaking to the interns and like training this new girl for the first time in my career, I'm like, wait, I actually know what I'm doing. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. There's something about when the what's it called? When the student becomes the teacher. Yeah. And then it just kind of makes you realize that imposter syndrome kind of goes away for a little bit yeah. where it's like, wait, I actually do you know deserve this job. Yeah. I, I can do this. So that's been making me feel really good. Um, there's a lake couple a things. Lot. I've been to the lake a lot. Fourth of July was incredible. Um, I feel like the weather's just been nice. I've been outside going for walks. I feel like you've seen friends that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, which has been really good. I always just feel so good when I see the people that I haven't seen in a while. And I would like to keep that going. Like that. Needs- um, well, all's been good. I'm just happy to have you back. My life feels incomplete when, <laughs> you're n- when I know that you're not in a, our, you know, vicinity of me. Yeah. So happy to have you back. Hopefully you're here for a little bit now. I am here. I'm here to stay. Some weekend trips, but not gone for long I like I miss the city so much and that was like refreshing too I feel like I was like I don't know if I missed I think I was just excited for like the next phase yeah thank god I came up to Boston the couple days before I left for a month yeah to move into my place because it was really nice to have a place to come back to that was like already set up to be like my home um now that I'm in this new place like 
I just feel like my life is elevated a little bit. Definitely. Like, the location is prime. I have a rooftop. I have a stoop. It's stoop girl summer right now. Love. We love us. St- I was on your stoop before you were. Yeah, drinking you were. Aperol spritzes with yeah, your roommate. You were. So if anyone doesn't know what a stoop is, I honestly didn't understand the concept till I lived with one. It's basically like a walkway up to like a brownstone in Boston but my unit has its own individual stoop. Typically, like, there's a walkway to the building, which there is that. But then we very fortunately have one for ourselves as well. And so, yeah, we sit on it and just, like, people watch. And people, like, look at us like, who are these girls that have their own stoop? You know, no, it's straight <laughs> out of a movie. Sarah and I went over to have a little stoop happy hour with Soph. You guys all know Soph because she was on the pod. And she made us Aperol spritzes. She brought the record player over, opened up the doors, and we were literally playing a record and drinking Aperol spritzes, talking, uh, just girl talk about life. And I was like, this is out of a movie. Straight out of a movie. We could not stop smiling. Like, life is just so good. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, we had no outdoor space at our last place, and now we have, like, two to choose from. And my instinct is, like, rooftop, duh. It's like a rooftop. But Camila and Soph, who have been living there for like a month already, prefer the stoop over the rooftop. I love this. Like, stoop. what a concept. Maybe just because like so anyone unique. could have a rooftop, yeah. but no one could like not just anyone could have a stoop. Hundred percent. But yeah, so it feels like a a whole new place. <laughs> no, I'm excited for you though. Yes, me too. And just some stability. Mm-hmm. I feel like I lost touch with myself because. I lost touch not that but it's just like I didn't have time to like sit with myself and like journal the way that I normally do or like make my to-do list which is like that's the stuff that you give up to have these really cool like experiences and a very fast-moving life which I would never like prefer to not have that right but now that I'm back it kind of leans into this topic that we want to talk about this episode is like as a human being I know. And this is such a good question. So today's episode, we're going to talk about this idea of hitting that identity crisis that I think, I mean, I hit just about every week. I feel like I'm (laughs) a completely different person than I was a week ago. And I will literally look back on something I did or even content I created or a photo I loved. And then the next week I'm like, that's not me. I don't know who that girl is. Like I don't identify with her at all. And there's just so many questions at this stage in our lives where we're trying to figure out, like Court said, who we are. Yeah. Even like Snapchat memes will pop up. And I'm like, even from a year ago, and granted, your experiences, people you surround yourself with, like that's who shapes who you currently are. And that is different today than it was a year ago. But I'm like, it's just so, it's so different. And it's just like, you're constantly changing. Like that's a good sign. But when you really stop to think about it, I feel like it does create this, I don't know, like some sort of not an imposter syndrome. Like I don't even know the word for it. Just like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I doing the things that I'm interested in? Like you can make your life what you want it to be. But I feel like especially now that we are out of college, right? Out of college, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what our next step was. But then it was this this first job out of college. Then it was finally once we acclimated to that like a year ago. It's like, okay, now we kind of know who we are. And I think us being in our almost mid-20s at this point 
and us having had like a normal life, like we understand what our nine to five is. We understand what we'd like to do post work. It's easy to question that once you've done that for so long. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that. It's not like we have a next step in mind. Right. So we've kind of hit that wall where we've been doing the corporate life for a little bit. We got into the swing of things. We understand what's happening now. And we're finally getting to the point where there's not much of a learning curve or anything to really get used to anymore. So we've had more time to kind of sit with ourselves. And it's like, who am I? What am I going to do? And there's so many different avenues. And it's not planned out for us so going off of the work thing it's like I struggle with this a lot I don't know if I should be living my best life and enjoy this moment of no less responsibility that I'm gonna have in the future should I be ending right at 5 p.m and then going to happy hour should I you know use all my PTO and maybe like during the day go grab lunch with somebody should I be working remotely on vacation somewhere or I don't know, like taking advantage of my young 20s, living my best life, or is this a time where I grind it out, I'm working all the hours, I'm excelling in my corporate life, so future me is going to be like, wow, I have this life today because I was grinding in my And I do, I'm just constantly battling that. I and feel like those are two routes that society has like put in your mind, so that like you can right. only do one or the other, and obviously you can do both that's what we preach yeah but I feel like if you want to be that person to grind 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 you need to have like an end goal in mind like I want to be the CEO like I think what you need to do is decide where your priorities lie like I think that's the hard part though I don't know my priorities I don't know what I want I want a little bit of both yeah (laughs) I want to ask and you can do both that's kind of like this is actually the perfect episode that embodies I think our entire message that we want to be putting out is I do a little bit of all of this I think that we're going to talk about today yeah but it's also I don't know I'm also an extremist sometimes I think yeah you put I like all being your, all in yeah you put all your balls in one basket so it's mo- so hard yeah so it's really hard for me to choose one or not choose one I yeah. I want to choose one but I just can't do that because <laughs> either way I'm gonna have some type of regret you know and then you see all these people in their 30s and it's like oh enjoy your 20s you're so young you have no responsibility you want to look back on the crazy days and then here I am loving my 8 p.m bedtime and I'm like I don't need to be a grandma right now yeah you know I can stay up late I'm young my body's healthy I don't actually require that much that much sleep and yeah it's great sometimes but I think I was telling this to you the other day I started staying up and you know quote having fun on weekdays and I was staying up until 10, which usually I have a freak out about. And I'm, I'm just fine. I can still wake up at six the next morning. Yeah. That's, that's still eight hours of sleep. Like we're going to be okay. So it's okay to stay up a little bit later, but it's just something I'm learning with how far I can go on each end. Yeah. And it's just hard. I know. Honestly, I think about that financially. Mm-hmm. It's like, not that I'm spending my money super like foolishly right now. But I'm living my life and I know that if I kind of held back in certain situations or like I didn't buy that Aritzia dress just because I wanted it or like I didn't get a $5 coffee multiple days a week. You know what I mean? It's like 
I, when you're in that position, when you're 30, it's like, I feel like when people say like, enjoy your twenties, do whatever, like my mind kind of goes to that, like spending money. And then I just, I don't want to wake up at whatever it is, like maybe the time to have kids or buy a home or whatever and be like, wait, I had so much fun in my twenties. This could relate to finances, could relate to, to, to life, like to profession, whatever. Mm -hmm. And be like, oh fuck. Like I wish I was more serious and whatever. This is, yes. But one thing that I do want to say and like not to be morbid, but you just like never know like when your last day is Yep. and you never know when your health is going to be stripped of you or you never know when you're going to not have that person that you've always had. So honestly, that's been something that's always kind of driven my actions. And it's like, is this something that is this an experience or is this like an opportunity or a moment that I'm going to be able to have again with someone or doing whatever it is that I'm doing. So especially coming off of that European experience too, it's like you're like, of course you want to live comfortably and you want money, but like at the same time, work is not everything. And like, it should never, ever, ever be because at the end of the day, low key or just a number. If you're not in the, c-suite like you're just a number Mm -hmm. so it's like put your time do what you want to do to get to the point where you want to be in your career but don't let that sacrifice other areas of your life yeah no I totally agree back to like the finance portion that was something I wanted to talk about because I'm constantly going back and forth on that my dad like saved all of his money because he came from nothing and like that's how he was able to start his business Um, so he's constantly like, I've had a savings account since I was like six years old. Yeah. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but like since I, we, my sister and I had gumball machines in his office and like we, he, he taught us to save. So I'm constantly, constantly thinking I should really just be putting all of my money away, like save it for when I want to buy a home one day, when I, all these things. But then at the same time, I'm like, I'm so young and fun. I don't have a mortgage to pay for. I don't have kids to take care of so I'm like I'm gonna live my life but I you also have to find a balance in between but this is a little bit of a big news I'm getting a boop job hell yeah I didn't think you were gonna break it this early yeah I I also didn't think it but then I'm I'm paying for a boob job. Hell yeah. But like you're only young. What people are like, oh, wait till after you have kids. Have kids. And I'm like, I'm I want in it the now. best shape of my life. I want to be young and hot and beautiful and confident. And, and you are without a boob things. job. Oh, yeah. No, I, I I love my boobs now. But yeah. it's just it's just something that you want. And you deserve I wanted and you can it get it. I was like nine years old. So. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> couldn't justify, you know, paying for that right now. And maybe it's not the best financial move, but do what makes you happy. Yeah. So maybe you don't take knowing what to do. At the end of the day, like everyone's on their own track. Like everyone can do what they want with their money or with their time. And like what you don't need to compare yourself. I feel like you just do whatever makes you happy in the moment. And like, that's literally all that matters. Yeah. I think that was like my takeaway through this whole thing, because sometimes again, I'm an extremist. I like to be all in or nothing, Yeah. but half of me wants to go do go. So to the extreme, cause I know I'm going to best healthy self, but then I'm sacrificing all these other things that make me so happy. And then yeah. it puts the pressure on me guilty. And the conclusion that I've come to is I'm just going to do whatever feels right in yeah. the moment. Yeah. No, that's been something that's been on my mind too. It's like, 
I have always been when I have the ability to like I've always been the person that goes to the gym every morning or at least four to five times per week like I eat clean because it makes me feel good and these past like three or four months like I haven't had a home therefore I haven't had a gym therefore there's been like a lot of like normalcies in my routine that I just haven't had the luxury of having and like there are days where I'm like oh fuck like I don't look the way that I did last year I don't feel as confident in my body which is just like a personal thing just because I obviously hold high standards to myself like I'm used to a certain type of physique or feeling mm-hmm. um but then it's that's what I have to reframe it as I was like Courtney would you want that or would you want to be eating a fucking croissant in Paris right now right and it's like there are it's life is a give and take you're not you should not always compare yourselves to your past selves too because you're just constantly evolving and growing and like you just got to do what there's like pie pieces that make up this whole pie too like literally every area of your with um, my fashion sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my style is or yeah. where I want to be or how I want to be perceived. I feel like I do have a very loud personality. So sometimes I like to have the crazy outfits that nobody would wear. But also, I want so bad to be that minimal, minimal. <laughs> like chic, never. all she neutrals. Could never. You could never. I know, but I want so bad to get rid of my whole closet and have only neutrals and not have to have a panic attack about what I'm wearing, but I'm like, is that me? Sometimes it's me, but usually it's not, but it's a, I want to be that. Yeah. And I could, if I wanted to, if I wanted to make that choice, I could, but is that me or is that just me being a wannabe? I think that's me being a wannabe and that's not authentic to myself. And I just, I don't know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Like I battle with this every single day. Well, that's the beauty of it. It's like, you can be whatever you want to be. So it's, It's you shouldn't, you shouldn't think of it as like, who am I? It's like, who do I want to be today? Okay. I think the important piece of that was today. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part I'm missing. Cause I'm like, who do I want to be? And that's such a loaded question. But also why, why are you wondering that? Are you, do you want to answer that question so that you understand how other people are perceiving you? Or do you want to know that? Like, where does the desire come from? I think both. I mean, I don't know who I am (laughs) for sure. I don't know who I don't know what my passions are. This has been a topic from the a thought that has been coming into my head a lot, especially like scrolling through TikTok. Like I'll find these creators and I'm like, oh, they give off this certain vibe. Like I like their vibe. And then it gets me thinking, what 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 am I giving off? What do other people perceive me as? Is there one trait or quality or something that people see in me and is that the way that I want them to perceive me I don't know well that's where I need to cut you short because every single person is going to perceive you differently and as much as you want to put a certain energy or put a certain like persona out there how people perceive you is going to be like a reflection of themselves or maybe what they want to see in themselves or what they wish they saw in themselves like you can never go by that but I that's a very valid question like especially if like you're a people person you're a content creator like you're gonna want to understand and be able to control how people see you and what they think of you but at the end of the day that's never something that will be in your control so I feel like you just have to figure out how to let that go a little bit Um, yeah but I can tell you from my perspective what what I think people perceive of you all right go ahead inflate my ego (laughs) Unless it's going to be bad. (laughs) Then hold that part back. (laughs) No, just kidding. 
I think people perceive you as like honestly a girl who despite what you think who like knows what she wants and knows how to get it and I think you just come across very confidently and very like I am going to do things I want to do and I don't really care what people think about because you'll you'll post a video of you and Joe on like a scooter going through the city and being lovey-dovey and then you'll you can also go out with your friends from CIS which is like a different side of you that yeah. you're very vocal about. Like no matter what you're doing or who you're doing it with, you're vocal and you're not afraid to share that with the world. And I think that's something that people could find admirable. Cause I think you're very dynamic and you have a lot of different interests and like you putting it out there and you doing it very well. Like just you being able to put content together and like make those TikToks and do those things. I just think is like an admirable quality. Yeah. So I feel like people see you as confident. People see you as like dynamic because you do a lot of different things. They see you as a late girly. Um, so true. You're only saying that because you stocked my TikTok today. And I it's literally, all late all, yeah, literally. <laughs> I, I told Ash I was gonna go do like a 20 minute like workout on my roof or something, <laughs> and instead I spent the entire 20 minutes going through every single one of her TikToks. <laughs> I've posted a lot so for the algorithm. Have a lot of uh, <laughs> content to catch up on. Yes, but I mean those are all great things, and I think that's how I most identify too. Yeah, I. But at the same time, that's just me. That's who I've always been. Exactly. So I always have to remind myself of that. But I think a lot of this also comes into how do I want to be perceived at work? Like, do half of me wants to just literally not i want to dress in basically the same outfit in all neutrals every day with a slicked back bun and go in with my glasses and just like be a smart like i don't want people to look at me and be like oh who is this girl she's talkative and loud and she definitely gets never, drunk on the weekend never dull your shine people i know are people like workers have other things outside of work but that's like society in corporate america making you think that and like, all you the can't white men who i work for who still think that you need fuck to be white men and <laughs> i hate them all <laughs> fuck white men and just men in general just men in general but they don't have to be white but sometimes you have to play the, role. the game yeah of i think i heard this on the skinny confidential or something um, I want to say Michael Bostick said it, but he was like, whether you want to acknowledge this or not, like there are rules to life and whether you want to abide by them or not, it's up to you. But if you want to get successful, you kind of have to follow the rules. You have to play the games a to a certain extent, to a certain extent, and then differentiate yourself in random little ways. Right. But like that does, that does involve, you know, changing yourself for adapting yourself for different audiences whether it's like putting yeah. on something for as much as I'd like to say you can be your exact same person to everybody yeah no. you actually can't yeah <laughs> if you want to like get to where you want to be and that's a hard pill I think for a lot of people to swallow and that's something that I battle with a lot with when it comes to work when it comes to meeting I don't know even like my boyfriend's family at first like how do yeah. I want to come off like I don't want to show them like too much at first yeah they have to warm up to me like am I before I open my mouth like how am I being perceived that people first judge you based on what you're wearing because yeah. you haven't said anything yet how yeah. you hold yourself and I don't know there's just so many things that go into it 
And I think it's okay to be different for everybody. I think that's a quality that a lot of people should learn or a skill. Yeah. It's being very adaptive. Adaptable. Adaptable. Yeah. I said it, I said it like half, like 75% confident. <laughs> We're working no, on it. No, I feel it. like adaptive is a word too. Adaptive, but maybe just not the correct verbiage. Yeah, adaptable. I also think I've been using verbiage wrong. That's been a big thing in my book. You can say both. You can do both. Oh, Mitchell's FaceTiming me. Should Hi, Mitch, answer? if you're listening. Should we answer? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Hey, hey. you're on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell, you better listen to this episode how we doing <laughs> guys he's literally sure what a, what a bad time for me to call do you have any questions for me <laughs> i don't know do we have any questions for Mitch? uh do you know who you i got a pretty good idea but you know i feel like in your 20s you're still figuring it out don't put too much yeah that's what we're just saying it's not even it's not even in your 20s mitch it's just like you never know you would define who you are in People like try to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. That's fact. Wow, you're so wise, man. So inspirational. Enjoy. All right, love you, Ellie. Bye. Like his friend. Bye. Bye. Something that Mitch always says to me is, I'll always tell him that I love him, and then after he always goes, I like you as a friend. (laughs) That's what he says every time, like since we were children. I like you as a friend. I love you, Mitch. He goes, I like you as a friend. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't even remember where we were. I don't know where we were either, but that made me so happy. Honestly, I think we could probably wrap it up. I think people are getting the vibe that we're trying to put. But essentially, I just want to tell you all that it's okay. You don't have to know who you are. And it's okay to be a super planner organized person but you can also be messy and chaotic like you can have different layers to yourself and just because you're one thing doesn't mean you have to be 100% and identify with that and also you can change over time just because you liked this one thing last week and you really resonated with that you can be something completely different and change your mind the next week yeah and that's something I have to constantly remind myself also just like you're not alone. It's so nice to know that you're not alone in life and in these like battles that you typically have with yourself and these mind games that you play. Like honestly, just vocalize them to people, vocalize them to your friends, vocalize them to your family. In our DMs, like we all go through very similar things and sometimes it's just very hard to realize because it's not typically things that you want to talk about um but yeah we're all just figuring it out and we're all just trying to do both and whatever that means to each and every one of us but yeah I have no idea who I am right now and that's totally okay and it's okay if you're feeling similarly or if you know exactly who you are kudos to you you probably won't feel the same way (laughs) at some point in your life so it's just like ebbs and flows and you just got to deal with the punches 100 percent And then we kind of, I touched on this earlier, but I think a good thing to take with you in with you every day is that whatever you're feeling in the moment and whatever you want to do and want in that moment is most authentically you. Yeah. So just because you're the crazy going out person all the time, but that tonight you want to stay in and do nothing. Don't feel like you have to keep up with that persona. You can stay in if that's what you want to do. And at the end of the day, you're never going to regret 
doing something that you truly, truly wanted, wanted in the moment. Yeah. Also, just something I want to say, even kind of going back to the point about you saying that you needed to be adaptable in different situations and kind of like maybe tame certain sides of you depending on the environment that you're in. I agree. Or maybe that's just like a female thing. I don't know if the guys think about that too much. Like that's a whole other topic of conversation. Honestly, but, so true. But even you adapting, you're not going to adapt the same way that I'm going to adapt. Yeah. You're not going to adapt the same way that Joe would adapt. So even though you feel as if your self is not shining through because it's not who, how you perceive yourself, like you are still yourself in those moments. There's just different ways in which you're portraying yourself, if that makes sense. Yes. So like definitely be aware of that too. Like the way that you kind of tame yourself in a boardroom with all men might be a little bit different to how I am. And like, you don't need to act a certain way. Like there's no like rule book on how you need to act to get to X, Y, and Z. So even if you are taming yourself, you still are being yourself in, in some regards. So that's going to take you places yes. if it's meant to. Yep. I love that. But great yeah. point. This felt like really good. This felt like therapy again. I honestly feel like we could go on and on and on. And maybe we can continue this we topic could do a at part another two. point. Yeah. But it's Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, wait. One other thing I want to mention before we go into tonight's plans. Court and I spontaneously went to a Sox game for our first ever reunion. Yes. Two nights ago. It was so fun. Court's crush at it again. Yeah. He's walking by Fenway and he's like, should we go to a game? And I was like, sorry, I have plans with Ashley. And then he was like, should we just all go? And I was like, yeah, probably. Yep. Court and I will do our catch up at the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's our thing. We we have we our best moments at, at a sports, sports game. <laughs> So off-brand, but apparently it's part of our brand now. <laughs> Stay tuned. Literally. Tonight we're going to a housewarming, but first we're going to stoop it and then maybe go to the Burren in Somerville. Yeah. I've never been, but I need to go before I move out. Have you um, eaten dinner? No. Should we pick up some Thai food on the way home? There's a Thai food across the, pl- the street from my apartment. That could be a major vibe. Okay, perfect. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. It was so good to talk to you with Courtney here together. The family is back together. Yeah, we are. Guys, it feels so right to be here right now in this chair in front of Ashley, in front of you all. I love that for us. (laughs) And with that, you can't really get rid of me now. I'm here to stay. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next week. Aileen.